0: Hello, my badass fire starters. Welcome to Rebirth of Venus. My name is Caitlin Matanly, and this show is all about achieving the sacred pleasure of your highest potential through spirituality, self-empowerment, entrepreneurship, and magic. It's time to unabashedly blaze your own path by turning up the volume on your total authenticity. I'm an outlaw life and success coach for Rebel Boss Witches and Modern Mystics, and I'm so excited to have you join me. Thank you for listening. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of Rebirth of Venus. This is Caitlin Matanly. I'm back with you today obviously. Who else would be here? I am the hostess after all. <laughs> and how, first of all, before we get into the nitty-gritty of the episode, how are you all doing? Are you dead? Did Mercury Retrograde kill you? If you haven't listened to my episode, I think it was two episodes back, about how we can't blame Mercury Retrograde for all of our problems, but we kind of can. Be sure to listen to it because I don't know about you... Like I said in that episode, it's been a doozy for me, like possibly the most challenging mercury retrograde of my fucking life. I don't know. (laughs) And from talking to others, it seems like I'm not alone. So we're almost out. All of the astro experts online tell us that we still kind of have to be aware of things until Friday, maybe until the beginning beginning of December, maybe I will just hide under my bed covers until 2020. I don't know. <laughs> but regardless, I want to continue our astrology themed month here on Rebirth of Venus. If you just have started tuning into the podcast, no, this is not an astrology podcast, but each month I... For season two, I have been creating sort of mini themes for us to really dive into content. And this month, November, has been our astrology month. We've talked to really amazing experts, Colin Bedell of Queer Cosmos, Hannah Piper Burns of Stars and Roses. I have more interviews coming up for you. And I have just really enjoyed diving into astrology this month because for me, astrology is really linked to personal development. And in fact, today I want to dive into the connections I see and provide you with a few resources that can really help you in doing what is the great work of astrology, in my opinion. I mean, I'm not a professional astrologer, but I am definitely a hardcore enthusiast. And for me, the purpose of astrology is to really help us identify what makes us us and learn to celebrate it. Learn to work with our gifts and downplay our, you know, inherent challenges and do what the Astro Twins call, you know, identifying your factory settings. I attended an astrology retreat a few years ago with the Astro Twins in Tulum, and I remember that really clearly. They said, astrology helps you understand your factory settings and those, of course, of people you love. And I loved that because I really feel like, you know, it's exciting the the modern era of astrology is so much less fatalistic than the past. You know, back a few episodes ago, I talked about my sort of um, fraught relationship historically with astrology because so many of the old school books and other resources, which were really just books because... Um, hello, back in the 90s. Yeah, it was like the three books in my library that I had access to (laughs) as far as astrology content was concerned. And it really was so fatalistic. So, you know, you're this, but not this, and you can be with this person, but not this person. And oh my God, no wonder I was turned off. Luckily, there's so many incredible astrologers these days who are really diving into the nuances of the art and craft of astrology and really understanding that just like in life outside of astrology learning you know about your and other people's strengths and so-called weaknesses can really just allow you to interact more gracefully and to more appreciate people for who they are including yourself in fact Last week on my episode with Hannah Piper Burns, we talked about, you know, really using astrology as a tool for radical acceptance of others. And I think that's really powerful because we, if we're able to accept others, we can accept ourselves. And I'm talking about, you know, powerful self acceptance, not, you know, just letting things happen when people behave badly, but understanding that we're all human and you know, maybe I'm naive, maybe I'm crazy, but I truly believe we're all doing the best we fucking can. At least most of us. <laughs> so, you know, the more you can recognize that in others, the more you can recognize that in yourself. And this is really linked to my approach to personal development because I you know I talk about the sacred pleasure of your highest potential and how, you know, right now I'm teaching a live class, the Army of Venus Bootcamp Live Digital Intensive. And one of the things we talked about today was how if you are approaching personal growth from this idea of, you know, punishing yourself and feeling like you must be different in order to be acceptable, that's, well, first of all, it's just really inefficient. Nobody wants to be forced into doing something, even if you're the one doing the forcing to yourself. In fact, especially then, you know, we rebel, we resist. And That resistance is really lessened when we approach our personal growth from a place of just knowing that we can do better and that we desire to do better from a place of love, a place of self-love and recognizing that, you know, as we improve and as we elevate our game, so to speak, we can better provide for ourselves, better support ourselves, better... Create a life where we're surrounded by the people who are supportive and who love us for who we are. But that has to start from within. So where do we start? You know, if you're especially relatively new to astrology, you may, you probably by now, if you've been listening to the past few episodes, you've pulled a natal chart for yourself. If you haven't yet, go to astro.com and you can, I always say, I actually will just Google astro.com free chart because it's really hard to I think it's really hard to navigate their site and find the free chart link. So, do that. There are a million places you can get free natal charts online. And pick one. I use astro.com and, you know, you'll have a you know, you'll be able to see where the different planets and planetary bodies were during your birth, which is your natal chart, your birth chart. So, from there, What the fuck does any of that mean? You probably don't know. (laughs) And, you know, this is the information that's going to be really, really helpful in our personal development. So before I get to, you know, what you, like how you interpret this information, because even if you are, even if you've done quite a lot of education and research in astrology, you still, you know, the thing about looking at like what these different placements mean is that all types of astrologers have different opinions, and so I'm going to give you my favorite tool in just a moment for, you know, an opinion I really value that's really easy to access and really informative in the under the guise of personal growth. So, when I'm looking at my natal chart and, you know, I'm so I'm seeing okay, like my sun is in Capricorn, my moon is in Sagittarius, my ascendant is Gemini, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. These mean different things and what you know, we can interpret them based on the planetary body placed on where based on where it is based on the house placement like we can get more and more detailed with it but to start we can just look at the basics the basics being the the planetary body so for example the sun its placement in the sign so my son is in capricorn and the house that is in now if you don't know your birth time you won't be able to find out the houses or your ascendant or like sometimes the moon because that can sometimes be tricky but you can find out a lot still so you know depending your your results may vary your mileage may vary depending on the information you have available to you so when i'm looking at these things and you know Even if I know nothing about astrology, I can do some Googling. (laughs) I can look up Sun in Capricorn, what does that mean? If I know the house, even better, because that gives you more specific information to you. And you can start to see how these things go together. Now, the tool I'm going to recommend here, there's an amazing astrologer I've been following and I've been part of her membership site on and off for probably close to a decade, which is kind of crazy. but her name is Mystic Medusa. I believe she's in Australia. And she has an amazing membership site with really great horoscopes. In fact, I know that she's in the process, I think in the next few weeks, going to be launching personalized horoscopes. They're fully automated, of course. They're not like, you know, she's not writing them for you specifically, but she's writing them based on the birth time, placement, et cetera. It's basically the same thing that apps like CoStar are doing, but they use artificial intelligence, She's using her knowledge. I really love Mystic Medusa because she... I, I just like the way she writes, and I really feel that her the information she provides is really based in real life and really actionable. So you can join her membership site and get the horoscopes, but even if you're not part of that membership site, she has quite a few um, automated, like instant astrological reports you can buy. They're super affordable. Like, I think that they're all under $20 US. And if you're one of the members, which the membership is also super affordable, I think maybe like $10 a month or $8 a month. I don't remember, honestly, because I'm on like a, like I'll sometimes get like a several month membership if she has a special or something. So, um, and then you get actually half off of the charts so anyway it's she's really it's really affordable and basically what it does is the same thing that like if you go on to any of these astrology sites and you you know you often will run your free chart and then they'll be like oh here's an upgrade option for like 30 dollars, get a reading and basically what it is is they have programmed in their system like you know um sun in capricorn in the eighth house means this you know and then they basically spit out that information to you so this is what mystic medusa does but because she is such an amazing voice and she's so insightful when i got my my natal chart reading from her um it's called astral dna it's like an under the instant reports it's like an immediate download or maybe it comes to you in like 10 minutes i don't know it's a basically immediate download, and I read it, and it was so resonant to me. It was almost as if she did, was writing it for me specifically. So it was so much more insightful than one of these other more generic sites, because I really this is someone whose knowledge I really trust, and it really felt like her interpretations were spot on. And so, you know, I, I pulled it up actually. I have a million tabs on my laptop. Oh my gosh, let me find. Let me find the one in question. I have a lot of tabs up. I don't, I've been doing quite a lot of things today. Here we are. Astral DNA. So one of the parts of this chart, and this isn't like a sponsored post. I wish it was her post, a sponsored podcast of hers. I wish it was because I recommend her all the fucking time. Ooh, by the way, I believe if you email her customer service, you get a month trial membership for free at least that used to be the case so check it out anyway which means i believe you can like get half off the charts while you're in the free trial membership don't hold me to that but i think anyway the reason i'm talking about this so much is because it's a really good way like a little more quality i guess than just googling which you could totally google sun in capricorn in the eighth house you know what that means and i do that as well because everybody has a different interpretation. So I'll look at my, you know, astral DNA by Mystic Medusa and it'll tell me, you know, where the placements are and what that means about my personality. And sometimes I'll want more information and I will do the Googling, you know? I mean, and really it's just like, look around and see you just kind of like a site. (laughs) You'll, you know, find over time, like, ooh, that really resonates. For me, it's always like, I'll get chills as I read certain things because I just know on a deep soul level that that is so accurate, you know? So what do we do with this information? So regardless of where you've gotten your information, what are you going to do with it once you have it? I mean, sometimes it's just like you read it, you're like, oh yeah, that's totally me. But the, it's kind of like coaching, you know? With my coaching clients, I'm not always telling them something they've never heard before, you know? Quite often, I'm telling them something that they know already but need to be reminded of. And I feel like these charts are very similar. And, and don't underestimate the value of that, because you know we forget. We forget what our strengths and weaknesses are. We forget what we're capable of. We forget. And so reading these things can be really helpful. So I'm just going to pull a random example. Um, Let's just see. Super random. I, I should have pulled something. Okay, here's a here's a good one. <laughs> so this is from my astral DNA chart reading that I was mentioning, and I'll include a link in the show notes to that specific thing so you can find it. Um, Mercury Capricorn. It's indisputable. Mercury and in Capricorn gives the best advice. <laughs> Thank you. I that that made me laugh because I mean, look at my career of choice. I'm a coach. I have this podcast. Yeah, I like to give advice. Hopefully it is great. <laughs> Their counsel is eagerly sought after by discerning people. Okay, so I could look at something like that and and you know, I might forget that I give good advice. And it's funny because the first time I read this, I was already working as a coach and yet seeing this reminded me that like that's kind of how I got into this. It's reminding me, it reminds me of my roots, you know? I've always been an advice giver. And, you know, Capricorns in general, we always think we know everything because usually we do. (laughs) But we've like a really old magic. You know, Capricorn magic is really old magic. And so we do have a lot of answers. So I could look at that and, and realize that. Remember a gift I have. So that's one way we can use this information to, you know, to aid in our personal development on the other hand so like this says the downside and i'm there's a lot of other information this is just a couple sentences i'm pulling out it says the downside they can be cold and non-demonstrative others get annoyed at their i told you so smirk if they have not yet realized that this is good if if they have not yet realized that the mercury and capricorn getting in right ratio averages in the 90th percentile so basically it's saying that like i can be you know cold and like a know-it-all which you know i have been pretty consistently id'd as an ice queen by like any person who's tried to ever approach me romantically (laughs) only the strong survive. <laughs> but um, you people have told me many times I'm intimidating at first, which is very funny to me because I'm like so open. But I could see how that could be expressed. And so I can look at that, which is like a downside. And instead of being like, oh, like, woe is me, recognize that, oh yeah, I need to make a conscious effort to show people how I feel. Because if... Left my own devices, they may just think I'm cold and, you know, that's not necessarily the impression I want to give. Sometimes it is. Sometimes I'm being cold on purpose because I want you to leave me alone. But, you know, so we get this information and it really allows us to kind of unpack what makes us tick. I do love what it said about how the people who get annoyed at our I told you so smirks haven't realized that we are right 90% of the time. (laughs) <laughs> that said, even if the person is right, it's still annoying to be to you know, be told "I told you so." So, so that's an example, and you know you can really use this information for anything, and you can look at the different areas of your life, and you can use this information to unpack things for you. Now, sometimes, as I talked about in the first episode this month, about how astrology won me over. The thing is, sometimes we don't actually have a clear perception of how we are. And I mean, I experienced this when I was younger. In fact, my last episode with Hannah Piper Burns, she echoed the same thing that, you know, we both said in these different episodes, neither of us identified with our sun sign in our youth. And she's a Virgo, I'm a, I'm a Capricorn. And so we just thought astrology was bullshit. Obviously, the sun sign is only one part of astrology. But what was interesting is that the reality was I actually just hadn't grown into my sun sign yet. And interestingly, at some point over the past year or two, I remember reading somewhere. I don't remember where. I wish I did because this was really insightful. Somewhere, this person, this astrologer, said that they viewed the sun sign as often something you grow into. And that is absolutely true for me. So the reality is, you know, the reality is we don't always quite understand. We don't always quite understand every aspect of our true nature. And so if you read something in an astrology report, for example, and you're like, that's bullshit, that's not me, then look at ask yourself how it could be true because here's the thing if it's since it's not a personalized report you know it will be a little more generic although it can still be very resonant so it's important to look at you know how sometimes these these situations or these forces are at play in different areas of our life you know so for example, I was a chron- I was like a hardcore underachiever when I was younger. And so for me looking at, you know, being a Capricorn son and seeing, I was like, supposedly a workaholic and super ambitious that didn't resonate. But the reality was this, I actually was super ambitious with my personal projects since, you know, in high school, I was producing music shows and publicizing music shows and bands. I was creating um, the original content, which are zines, paper zines (laughs) before blogs. I mean, not really before blogs, blogs existed, but not like now before, before Instagram, there were zines. So I, um, had these projects of my own, but the reality was, you know, maybe I wasn't ambitious. I definitely wasn't ambitious when it came to things I didn't care about, which was pretty much everything else, pretty much anything related to school you know? And so you have to recognize that these things can be at play in all sorts of areas of your life. It's not always the, you know, typical way. So I, that's one question I like to ask myself. How, how can this be true? You know? And if it's not, sometimes it's just not true for you yet. You know, who knows how your personality will continue to unfold as you get older. And so these are sort of my favorite tricks for interpreting the information in my birth chart and, you know, using that information to empower myself and to really appreciate myself and also to recognize the areas where I may not be a natural, but I know I can always grow. And because of this, you know, I urge you to view astrology and or any other discipline, not as this fatalistic, like destiny thing, but really a tool that we can use to create our own destiny you know well yes there are i do believe that there are these sort of karmic points that point to our journey and like where it's meant to go but at the same time there's so many ways that could unfold and so i don't believe we're ever stuck on a single path so that's how i use astrology to relate to my work and personal development um, and you know, this is so connected to our conversation last week about using astrology to relate to others. And ultimately, these are tools. Ultimately, these are tools. And whether you decide to look at the more metaphysical tools like astrology or the more practical tools like personal psychology, honestly, they're all different languages for the same thing, in my opinion. And finding ways to link these tools together Allows you to really use it, allows you to use these practices to do what is ultimately the point of all this work, which is accept yourself and become, you know, not become the best version of yourself, but reveal the best version of yourself the version of yourself that already exists that maybe is just kind of being obscured by. The, you know, it's being obscured by habits you have that maybe aren't ideal for you or relationships where you're not at your best. Once you know who you truly are at your core, you can work on clearing away those things that, you know, as we always say, don't serve us and create a life that is more empowering to you and takes you on the path of your desires. So thank you for listening to the episode today. I will be back next week for another interview. And ooh, quick announcement. Next week is my anti-Black Friday sale. It's going to be a banger. In fact, my VIPs already have access and are taking advantage of it. I'm not giving out the details because it's a big fucking secret. (laughs) I've given away a couple clues in my Instagram stories. If you're not following me over there, at rebirth underscore of Venus. You must join the party. So check me out on Instagram, which is a great place to get in touch with me as well. You can DM me anytime with any of your questions. Um, But make sure to click the link in the show notes to get on the list for Black Friday. And you're not going to miss it because, okay, I'm going to do a little teaser. I am doing massive discounts on, a bunch of my courses plus some surprises because amongst other things, a bunch of my courses are going to be retired at the end of this year. So all I can say is if you have, if there was a course that came out this year that you really wanted to be a part of but missed, you might want to check it out. Plus I'm going to be having some other offerings and you're not going to want to miss it. So get on the list in the show notes. And um, oh, crap, what was the other thing? There was something else. Oh, right. I have an upcoming Q&A episode. It's gonna be an end of year Q&A. So DM me your questions on Instagram. Like I said, at rebirth underscore Venus. Ask me anything about anything and I will answer it on the show. The last Q&A episode I did was Earlier this year, I think the beginning of the year, and it was super fun. So I am so excited to end the year with another Q and A. So send me your questions. Get on the list for anti Black Friday. Anti Black Friday because like, why buy a bunch of shit you don't fucking need that's gonna pile up and end up in a landfill? Spend that money on improving yourself or gifting the gift of self improvement to a friend. So I'm gonna bat. I'm gonna get all anti-materialist on you guys, anti-consumerist. Anyway, love you all. Tune in next week. Stay tuned for anti-Black Friday. You don't want to miss it. And I can't wait to catch you all here next week. Have an amazing weekend and I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, be sure to leave me a five-star review on the Apple Podcasts app. To keep the episodes coming, click on the link in the show notes to support the show for as little as $1 a month. I am so grateful to have you as part of this movement. I'll see you soon.